Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Mrs. Mummy PhD podcast. I am your host, Michelle Gibbs, and I am passionate about helping scholarly mamas like you navigate your journeys with purpose so you can achieve your life and academic goals without sacrificing what matters. The reality is that scholarly mama life is multidimensional. We're scholars, yes, but we're also mothers, wives, and so much more with whole lives outside of academia. So how do we successfully navigate all this? Well, first, we need the space to embrace this unique blend. Only then can we begin the important work of becoming purposefully whole. And part of my own purposeful work is to create a space for us as scholarly mamas to grow, to reflect, and to become everything that we were meant to be. So, mama, are you in? Fabulous. Let's begin. These are our journeys of becoming. Hey mama, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the last two episodes of this podcast where I had my wonderful husband Kevin on the show with me and we were talking all things marriage. So if you haven't listened to those two episodes, make sure you go and tune into those. But today I want to shift gears a little bit because on my Instagram recently, I asked some of you whether you have trouble switching off from your PhD or whether your PhD is constantly on your mind in a way that prevents you from being able to switch off. And so I thought I'd share a few tips with you on how I have learned to switch off from my PhD because there were times during my PhD that I didn't even recognize myself. I was buried so deep in the PhD trenches that it all felt really, really heavy. And yet as heavy as it was, I would carry that load around with me everywhere. So it was constantly on my mind. And there were times where I was present in the flesh, but not in the spirit because my mind was consumed with all things PhD and all the the things I needed to do and get done. So I knew that in those moments, something absolutely had to change. And and to be honest, I am so glad that they did. So I wanted to share with you today in this episode, my top tips for switching off of your PhD so that you can be fully present and actually enjoy family activities. And just to share a short story with you. So we recently went to a local park and it was a beautiful day. And there were lots of activities, there was ice cream, there was a little train, there was a play park, there was a a lake where people can sail on boats and stuff. It was lovely and there was lots of open space to run around and just enjoy. So we took our picnic blanket and took some snacks and drinks and we just kind of pitched ourselves and sat together and enjoyed some snacks. The boys ate some snacks and then they ran around while Kevin and myself just sat and watched them and chatted. And it made me realize that these are the moments that I cherish the most. 
where I could be fully present in the moment. And it's not because I don't have a lot to think about. I do have my Viva at the time of recording this in just four weeks time. So there is a lot on my mind and I've got other things going on with Missing Mummy PhD and scholarly mummers and all that stuff. So there's a lot to think about and a lot to do. But now after being through those dark times where I felt present in the flesh and not in the spirit, I've learned how to just park these things and just fully enjoy and engage in activities with Kevin and the boys. And so I have learned the importance of being fully present and switching off of my PhD. And that's exactly what I want to share in this episode to give you my top tips for how to switch off of your PhD and fully enjoy and engage in family activities. Okay, so the first tip is to pay attention to your energy levels and be sure to get plenty of rest and sufficient sleep because a tired mama is not a joyful mama. You cannot give your full attention to any activities with your family if you are tired, if your mind is tired, if you've got too much on the mind and you're carrying around this heavy load on a tired brain. It just doesn't work. You need to make sure that you're getting plenty of sleep, plenty of rest so that you can think straight, so that you can fully be present and engage and so that you aren't missing out on the opportunity to build these memories with the people that you love. Many of us have had so many times where we have been so tired Have you ever noticed how when you're really, really tired, how you're more easily distracted, cannot focus, irritable and just, you know, snapping at everything? That is not a joyful mama and that's a tired mama. So the first thing you need to do before you even think about family activities or pouring into being present in family activities is you need to look after yourself you need to get plenty of rest and make sure that you are you know obviously hydrated and all those things but rested rested doesn't necessarily mean sleep but sleep is a good place to start make sure that you're getting plenty of sleep and obviously rest as in resting from phd pressures and and lists and activities and things that you need to do for your phd but yeah sleep is a good place to start so The second tip is to be intentional about family time by scheduling activities so there's no temptation to skip or feel conflicted. So what does it mean to be intentional about family time? For me, being intentional about family time means scheduling activities, literally putting them on your calendar, blocking out time on your calendar for family activities. Now, At the beginning of this month, I made a schedule as I normally try and do for how I was going to spend the month because obviously the kids are on school holidays. And as I mentioned, I've got a lot of other things going on, preparing for my Viva and other activities and tasks and work that I need to be engaged in. So I sat down with my calendar and I literally blocked out days for family activities and 
on those days, I don't do anything other than those family activities. I was having a chat with someone recently and I was sharing with them that my eldest son, who is going to be 13 soon, for a long time, I mean, he's old enough now that he can understand like what PhD is and and what mommy's doing. But for a long time, he didn't even know that I was doing a PhD. And for me, that's testament of the fact that I was able to be present and I was able to really enjoy the times that we spent together and as a family without the burden of this PhD just following me around. And so the fact that he didn't even know that I was doing something like this is testament that I was able to be engaged with him so much that he didn't even notice. I wasn't being missed. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't absent. I was there. I was with him. I was engaging with him. I was talking to him. I was having chats with him. I was attending events with him. I was doing family activities or doing things. And so, yeah, I think that it's important to be intentional. And the easiest way to do that is to actually schedule family time. There's nothing wrong with that. It may feel like, oh, you know, do I need to schedule family time? But once it's on your calendar, you're more likely to actually do it. And so I would say, Block out days for family time. Look at all the tasks that you have to accomplish that month and block out days for family time. And also one point I should add to that is that it's not necessarily about frequency, but it's about the quality of that time. So even if you feel stretched or you feel there's a lot to do, a lot to accomplish and very little time, you can schedule as many days as you can reasonably accommodate. And on those days, be completely present. Your kids will cherish and remember those moments. You'll still be able to build memories with them. You'll still be able to have fun together, even if it's just maybe four days out of the whole month. It doesn't matter. Frequency does not matter as much as quality. So quality over Uh, quantity is, I would say, a good way of thinking about how you might be intentional about scheduling family activities. Okay, so the third tip I have about how you can switch off of your PhD and be fully present and enjoy family activities is to add outstanding PhD tasks to your calendar before the family activity so that you can free your mind and fully engage. So the worst thing is to have all of these tasks that you need to do and all of the pressure of the tasks that you need to do on your mind while you are participating in these family activities. And the easiest way to offload that is to actually schedule the PhD related tasks that you need to go back to before the family activity. So you know when you are enjoying the time with your family, you know you can always go back, look at your calendar and resume or return to the activities that you wanted to complete. And that just, I mean, just the act of putting it on the calendar, writing it down, whether it's a physical calendar or um, digital calendar, but putting the task on your calendar allows you to forget about it, free your mind and fully engage in the present activity. So definitely try that. Put the outstanding tasks onto your calendar so that you can free your mind. Okay, so the fourth tip I have 
for how to switch off of your PhD is when you are participating in a family activity or outing, do not carry reading papers, books, laptops with you while you are engaging in the activity. So leave all of that on your desk and go out and enjoy your family. There were times where I would literally walk with papers or some kind of reading or even sometimes crazy enough to take my laptop. And the reality was that I would stress myself and take all this stuff, all this reading I wanted to do and knowing full well that I was not going to be able to do it. And for me, that just set me up for disappointment because on one hand you think, yep, I'm going to take all this stuff. And and don't get me wrong. I mean, there is an element of comfort in carrying around stuff. I don't know where it comes from, but you just feel this sense of security to carry this reading or to carry this work with you when really and truly, number one, it stops you from being present with your family. And number two, it sets you up for disappointment. So when you get back to your work, you just feel so much guilt because you haven't actually even opened the laptop or you haven't even read a single word in one of the papers. So my advice is to literally leave that all on your desk, go out, enjoy your family time. And if you've put those tasks on your calendar, as we mentioned in the previous step, then when you come back to it, then you know exactly what you need to do. There's no guilt because you never plan to read or do any work while you were with your family anyway. And so you can come back to that feeling refreshed and ready to go. And obviously, if you've had fun with your family, you're probably in a much better mental space anyway, and you can just get on with the next task. So do not carry work with you. The fifth tip is to resist the urge to check work-related emails or notifications on your phone while you are with your family. So I learned the hard way. I used to have my emails for work on my phone and I would literally be engaging in activities and doing stuff. You know, it could be even something as simple as in the supermarket shopping for groceries and you get a ping, an email, a ping. And it's really hard when you see an email come through, especially if it's something that you were expecting or are waiting for a response on, to not go and open that email and read that email. So what I learned is I don't have work emails on my phone at all, at all. I do not have any emails on my phone. If somebody is trying to contact me in relation to my PhD, I will see the email when I actually go and log into my email and intentionally check emails and open emails. So I would say if you could remove your email app from your phone, it's probably a good idea. So you can go out, enjoy time with your family without being pinged and being notified of new emails and then having to deal with the temptation of opening those. So no work emails on phone. The sixth tip is to, when you're out with a family, I mean, especially if you're outdoors, to really notice, notice your surroundings, notice the interactions that are happening around you, notice the smell of the air, the sound of the birds chirping or the waves crashing if you're at a beach. 
Notice the sound of the kids' voices as they talk and play together or even the wind blowing on your face. Just notice nature. Notice the the sounds that are around you, the interactions, the communication, the people, the conversations. Just notice them because a lot of times and we've got other things on our mind i.e phd stuff and we are in a public place or you know interacting with our family or friends or what have you it's really hard to multitask in your mind so it's really hard to pay attention to what's happening around you and engage in conversations meaningfully and purposefully when you are also trying to engage in your mind on all the things that you haven't done, all the things you have left to do. And I say that the best way to be fully switched off from your PhD and and be fully present with your family during family activities is to begin to notice. And the best way of doing that is to not multitask in your mind. Leave the PhD stuff at your desk and notice what's happening around you. Because when you stop and you allow yourself to fully notice, there's so many aspects to that activity that you will be able to create wonderful memories about if you just take the time to stop and notice. So that's my sixth tip. Stop and notice what's happening around you. The seventh tip is to savor the moment with gratitude. Gratitude is honestly the one thing in my toolkit that helps me to switch off from my PhD and be fully present because when I am approaching an activity or doing something with my family from a place of gratitude. I'm grateful for the moment. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to be here, to be able to hug my kids, to be able to hold my husband's hand as we walk, or to be able to give my boys the biggest cuddles and just fully be present. Like when I think about what a privilege that is, And the fact that I get to do this, this isn't something I have to do. This is something that I get to do. This is time that I will never experience ever again. This moment will be over when the next moment begins. And so to be fully present is to approach that time with an attitude of gratitude. And that allows me to switch off from my PhD because my PhD is not going to steal these moments from me. My PhD is not going to consume me and rob me of the opportunity to fully engage in this moment. So yeah, an attitude of gratitude is one way that helps me to fully switch off. And then the final tip is basically when you get back to your PhD task, you complete the next task and then you rinse and repeat from step one. So are you getting enough sleep? Are you being intentional about family time? Are you adding those tasks to your calendar so that when you're out, you're not thinking about them? Are you leaving all reading and laptops and all that at your desk? Are you resisting the urge to check work emails or notifications on your phone? Are you fully noticing what's happening around you, your surroundings, the interactions that are happening around you? Are you fully noticing those? And are you 
grateful for the opportunity to have this family time. I hope that you have found these tips helpful. I hope that they will give you new strategies to try so that you can fully switch off of your PhD and be fully present and actually enjoy family activities. Okay, well, that's it for now. And I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. Until next time, Mama, I'm sending you lots of love and lots of gratitude. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mrs. Mummy PhD podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you did and you want in on this movement, why not head over to MrsMummyPhD.com? You can join the waitlist for our exclusive community of smart, purposeful, scholarly mamas. We'd love to see you on the inside. Remember, mama, these are our journeys of becoming. <laughs>